You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We have a multi-part series uh, I'm excited to share um, about uh, some short-term volunteers, short-term missionaries who have served in a very unique way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the season to get to share. We get to talk about uh, these missionaries who are serving in agricultural consultancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have uh, music specialist mm-hmm. conversation here on the coffee hour as well. So today we're focusing on uh, the agricultural consultancy in East Africa. Really excited to share that story. Thanks to Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about Concordia University Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. Joining us by phone, Dr. Jacques Bremen, volunteer with LCMS International Mission serving with the agricultural consultancy in East Africa. Dr. Bremen, thank you so much for being our guest on the coffee hour. Thank you for having me. Tell us about your interest and experience in agricultural consultancy. Okay, um, the the interest and experience uh, goes hand in hand. I grew up in South America, Bolivia and Colombia. As as a missionary kid, my parents were missionaries down there for 20 years. So uh, much of the agriculture comes naturally to me. We would have devotions and go outside and swing a machete and clear land and use hoes, very, very similar to East Africa in the remote villages right now. Um, and my interest, uh, you know, I'm a retired emeritus from the University of Florida, which uh, has an emphasis on subtropical and tropical agriculture, especially in the southern part. And I worked with farmers for 32 years uh building up uh, organic matter, applying fertilizers correctly, and controlling pests, the three tenets of of what we teach in East Africa so that families and pastors can feed their families. Why is doing something like this uh, important uh, to to be able to share on the mission field? Well, uh, to answer your question of why this is important to share on the mission field, you know, uh, the Great Commission is to spread the gospel, right? And the good Lord had acts of compassion to follow that. And if we follow James, James says, you talk about your faith, I'll show you my faith by uh, what I do. So we need to have some compassion with us when we help local pastors and lay people spread the gospel, don't we? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Indeed. So, uh, yes, and so, you know, Paul made tents. We, we just show them some of the things that they can do with local resources to better feed their families, um, both pastors to become self-sufficient because they're not salaried, mm-hmm. and for um, all the congregational uh, members. And so we teach right there in the churches, usually after a service. Mm-hmm. So taking this, uh, taking this interest onto the mission field, how, tell us about your journey uh, to becoming a short-term missionary with the LCMS. Okay, it's an interesting journey. Um, I was recruited by Delano and Linda Meyer, who are retired missionaries from West Africa, <laughs> and who actually, who actually visionary, were visionaries and formed the Ag Consultancy for East Africa after they retired and had been volunteering for volunteering for 11 years and they recruited me uh we visited for a little bit and the next thing i knew i was getting visas for east africa and and (laughs) submitting a formal volunteer request to st louis 
So what are the, the goals of agricultural consultancy for East Africa? And then we'll, we'll dig into how you've, you've uh, seen those in action in your work. The goals for ag consultancy in East Africa are, number one, of course, is spread the gospel, the good news, uh, salvation through Jesus Christ, not through works. And we operate in, in, uh, you know, in a Muslim area in East Africa, and many of the new uh, converts to Christianity are from the Muslim faith. It's tremendous. Um, so we're following the Great Commission, number one, spreading the gospel with the local pastors. Number two, we're training these church members um, and pastors and lay people um, in, in basic solutions for some local problems. Number three, we're building uh, the good relations between LCMS missionaries, because we work directly under them in East Africa and alongside them, and uh, building those relationships with the local church diocese, the Lutheran church diocese in East Africa, whether it's Tanzania, Kenya, Uganda, Malawi, uh, wherever we're placed. Share with us a, a story or two from your involvement there, from your time serving with uh, Agricultural Consultancy for East Africa, okay. that, um, right. that helps us understand or, or see these these goals, um, working mm-hmm. toward these goals. I'd love to share a story. <clears throat> Let's share a story on number one, spreading the gospel. Um, I was with Delano and Linda. I, we were working together in Malawi, in southern Malawi. And uh, southern Malawi is largely Muslim. And we were privileged to uh, assist the local pastor and the chair of the, of the uh, Synod of Malawi uh, uh, Confessional Lutheran <clears throat> Synod there, Reverend Woa. We were, Delano was holding a basin of brown river water, and I was assisting with communion. And we were looking at a line of 27 people being baptized. Wow. 27 people being baptized. Hmm. If you can imagine that, not just young children, older children, women, men, um, just a, a line of people standing in a row to be baptized. That gives you an idea of the power of the gospel. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, that is incredible. Ma- mainly they were Muslim. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mainly they were Muslim. This is very biblical. Um, when... Uh, when a family decides to become uh, Christian, it's the head of the household is the man, and it's it's almost like Joshua. But, but for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's a whole family that's baptized. This little church, now just following up, this little church, four years ago I was there in my first uh, journey, and Reverend Wall said, Jack, let's not talk about... Um, how to grow maize right now, look behind you. And there are about 25 women uh, sitting on the ground under this mango tree where we were teaching, and they had, they were Muslim. And from that little church, now they have 350 members, 350 members. Wow. Um, and, and a large proportion are Muslim. So this is the, the story of number one. Wow, share share a few more stories. Uh, it's, it's so fascinating um, about uh, the the other goals um, of the agricultural consultancy. <clears throat> um, I'd love to. Uh, number two, 
on training church members how to better feed their families. What what uh, we try to do in that consultancy is train the trainers. That means a key person, a lay leader in the church or pastor, whoever is pointed out in that village or community as, as the trainer leader. And when we go through a whole two days of training, we certify that person. Well, and here's the story two to three, two years later, um, um, I, Reverend Wallace sent me an email uh, telling me about uh, a, a layperson going out in the community and showing the local people how to feed themselves and control pests like army worms and so forth. And that person was saying, look, our government extension people couldn't help us, but this church, this Lutheran church here, sends out members to show people how, how to better feed their families. I think that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The, tell us more about the partners with whom you get to serve. You're, as you mentioned, you're serving alongside LCMS missionaries uh, and, and mm-hmm. the, the local church as well. What was it like getting to interact with, to meet the, the missionaries as well as the local pastors? Um, the, the, we, have a, we work with the, um, the volunteer coordinator, LCMS volunteer coordinator out of the um, Office of International Missions in Nairobi. And when we have a new team that are learning the ropes, she will accompany us for two or three days and make sure that the new new team has has got their feet on the ground. And then someone that's experienced, like Delano or Linda or myself, will take it from there. And we live at the level of the people that we are serving. Um, I hope that – let me elaborate a little bit – if in the really remote villages, they'll be cooking over three stones in a twig fire outside the church while we're teaching. Um, they don't eat any lunch. They only eat two meals a day. So the pastor will have service. And I'm explaining, you know, what it, what it means to walk alongside. And we follow the local customs as much as possible to fit into their culture as much as possible. And um, in one very remote area, I remember the you know the smoke was coming in through the windows. We don't; it's not air conditioned; it's open. Um, and about four, four thirty in the afternoon, we were through teaching, and they said, "Please stay with us and eat with us. We would be honored." Right? Mm-hmm. And so they drew water from the from the creek, and we washed our hands with that water, and we sat down and ate with our right hands. They don't have utensils. We fit right in with that culture and uh, had some tea and ate um, the maize and the greens and chicken just right along with everybody else. That's walking beside them. Um, You know, in one place it was so remote, we we had to leave the four-wheel drive vehicle behind and we went to the church itself about a half-mile walk. Um, I hope that illustrates a little bit what it, what it means to walk alongside them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I it, and we are just about out of time. We we have so many. We have a few more stories to share with some of the other volunteers, short term missionaries who have served with agricultural consultancy as well. Dr. Bremen, thank you so much for being our guest, and God's blessings on uh, future work with agricultural consultancy as well. Thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you, and you're very welcome for this time. More to come. Mm-hmm. Stick around to the coffee hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Wow.